This is a sexy set of episodes. My God. It is. We're getting um, some hot, steamy Klingon love in this one. Making babies on the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> Once this again, is... I had to think of those poor people who have to clean out the holodeck. Oh, there was, there was no cleanup on this like, one. Oh. We, have, we have a conception on the holodeck in this one. This is where Alexander gets conceived. That's oh. true. Um, yeah, warp. Know that yet? David, <laughs> they spoil everything. For Surprise! Me. They spoil everything. For me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Surprise, bitches! I can't help it. <laughs> Warp's got a baby. <laughs> it kind of comes baby. with the territory. I know about Alexander. I remember yeah. seeing Alexander when I watched some of these. Because I did watch some. TNG would be on Saturday mornings, late in the morning or something, and I'd try to watch. I'd watch some, but instead of doing my chores when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I remember seeing Alexander. I remember little bits. Yeah, this, some of Voyager, a little bit of Deep Space Nine. I have a little sprinkle of them, but sprinkle not cohesive track. in any way, shape, or form. Not enough to put the whole thing together. <laughs> Do. Random crap is going on. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, since these are our sexy episodes, welcome to the Nerd Trick co- uh, Fuck, cosplay. Shit. Welcome to the Nerd Trick <laughs> Podcast, everybody. God damn it. I was, I'm flustered now. How much has um, Jeff drank to do? I <laughs> not enough apparently. Not enough. I'm not you loose enough. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I am Jeff, and I'm here with David. Hey guys. Uh, and Phil. Hey everybody. <laughs> uh, and we have our guest with us back again, uh, Joe Colton Cosplay. Thanks Yay! for coming back. Yay! Of course. We. Um. I don't know. I we were kind of talking before we recorded, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always so happy to have guests just to share, whether it's like a Trek fandom or we were talking about cosplay or, you know, <laughs> you and Phil talk about curling. Like, I just love <laughs> talking to other people about just weird, random shit that we all love. I think it's that reassurance that there's somebody out there that's just as enthusiastic as we are. We're not weird. Mm-hmm. I think that's what oh, it is. We're totally weird. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're other weird, cool we're weird people, alone. but <laughs> yeah, that goes without saying. But I fully support that. Um, yeah, no. So um, I know you were talking a little bit about in our last episode about doing more Trek uh, cosplays. So yeah. Do you are are you drawn to certain characters? Do you like like more of the the uniforms, or do you like the really weird stuff? Um, I like a little bit of both. I I definitely love the uniforms, like the clean lines, the sophistication um the very military look mm-hmm. very very like i like that a lot the um, high collar and stuff yeah the high collar yeah um but i also do like the aliens like i like cardassians i love klingons klingons are like my favorite race um next yeah. to vulcans which is very weird because one is very aggressive and the other is very logical <laughs> yeah very not yeah <laughs> very not yeah uh, I guess I should be a Romulan then, so it's kind of like it balances out. <laughs> there you go. You could. Yeah. So, um, but I'm I'm wanting to do more prosthetics, um, prosthetic work on um, costumes. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw your um, uh, your disco pike uniform, and that is just a. I, that's one of my favorite uniforms. It just has a really good look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's just a cool look and, and, and I'm assuming that's you and, and your, uh, your husband in the photo, right? No, it's From not. Instagram? It's actually okay. one of my best friends. Okay. Have you convinced your husband to do cosplay? Yes. <laughs> okay. So when we started dating, I bought him his first Star Trek costume. 
Um, and it was um, Command Gold from TOS. It was Valour. He almost died. It was fine. It's Ooh. fine. <laughs> <laughs> you suffer for your cosplay. Right. <laughs> he is also a cosplayer. Um, but he uh, he didn't realize how um, how in love he would get with Trek. So yeah. he now yeah. has... Like, I bought him his, like, first three costumes, and now he he secretly went and, like, created, like, a con outfit, and, like, now he's doing bones. Ooh, he nice. wants um, mm. the Mirror Universe Kirk outfit, like... Oh, my God. That's, like, <laughs> you, like, you've created a monster now. Yeah, and I'm like... And so we also play Attack Wing, like, Star Trek Attack Wing, like, the board game oh, like, okay. that came out from WizKids, so... But yeah, he's well, uh he's all in now. I'm like, if he does the mirror Kirk, then you need to do like the mirror Georgiou or something like that. Yeah, one of the really he's cool, like or Killy or something. Yeah. No, not Killy. No. Oh. I'm a Georgiou fan. <laughs> You're Georgiou. Okay. Interesting word. I think they still haven't. <laughs> have they not decided on doing Section Thirty One show? Like they're still in talks. Still being talked about, I think. Yeah, I think it's being delayed because of COVID. So there, they'll be. Of course it is. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna have to film in Toronto, mm. like they do for the other ones now. But I think it's on hold until we get a handle on COVID. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Stupid virus ruining Star is, Trek. And- is that where they're shooting um, Strange New World and everything? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because they they shoot uh, Discovery in Toronto. Hmm. Right. Well, they did Picard. I mean, there's scenes in L.A. Like they yeah. were at you know the Anaheim Convention Center yeah, the Convention and Center. and the winery was in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know College of the Canyons. So I mean, they do some stuff down here. Yeah. So, but I wonder if like the studio works up there. Maybe I don't know. Right. Who knows? Right on. Um. Aw. <laughs> He's going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I know. I know it's late for you. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, right on. Okay, so let's... Uh, what are we doing today? Today we're discussing The Emissary. Uh, season 2, episode 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, original air date, June 24th, 1989. Uh, this is some Klingon-heavy stuff. I, I like this episode. This is a really good one. Yeah. I love yeah, Kayla. I like yeah, I didn't... I mean, like, I knew... I kind of remember her and I always, but she's the first kind of human Klingon, you know, obviously uh, before we get to Voyager and Torres. Um, but she, she does a lot in just one episode. Like she puts everything out there. Yeah. That kind of, you know, battling her temper and the Klingons versus humans and all that. So this is a, this is a good one. I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked this one too. It had a interesting aspect to that whole thing. What's funny is yeah, she came on and she's like, I'm half, half Klingon. And in my brain, I went, Oh, like Worf. And then I remember myself, Oh no, wait, not like Worf. Not Worf, <laughs> not like that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, Worf was raised, raised by, by humans. humans. Yeah. yeah. He's like elf. Human. <laughs> raised by elf. elf. Human exactly raised by Klingons. It's <laughs> like elf. That's, that's a Klingon good comparison. Nice. Um, yeah, you get to see some, I, I don't know. I think I'm definitely appreciating the Klingon storylines and kind mm-hmm. of their, their culture a bit more. Um, I never cared as a kid. I don't, it just, I don't know why, but I'm definitely liking it more now that the, the, the plot lines with Worf and just kind of, so I'm, 
And I know TNG does get a lot more Klingon heavy once the Picard gets involved with the you know the council and all that. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot more stuff coming. Well, yeah, yeah they definitely nice lean see... heavy into it. Yeah. Well, it is nice to see how they just kind of like gloss them over as barbarians in the first in TOS and and then in this they're like okay well we're gonna get more into like the honor and the deepness of that barbarian culture and show its merits. And that was, that's a very interesting to see. Uh, I've been enjoying that. Yeah. Well, especially cause so the, the general plot of the episode is, um, so Kalar comes on board as kind of this, this emissary because they discover that there's this old Klingon ship who was in like cryostasis and mm-hmm. they're just waking up after like, you know, 75 years. And they're kind of the old school TOS Klingons who hate humans. And they they have to either like kill them or try to acclimate them to this new time frame and kind of you know what are they going to do and then her relationship with Worf you know kind of throws a wrench into that as well so you don't you do get this conflict or conflict between the the TOS kind of Klingons and then TNG going forward Klingons which is really interesting yeah I, yeah. I noticed that too it is kind of interesting <laughs> to have the different eras. I mean, it's almost there's a lot of comparisons that you could make, but it would be like at the time um, we were friends with Russia and to have somebody from Cold War era like drop into that would be like, we hate the Ruskies. And then they'd be like, no, we're friends with them. Not like, yeah, it's that same. Not really. Kind of. (laughs) We're not trying to draw some kind of 1989 (laughs) parallel. So (laughs) I gotcha. See, but I wonder if that is too. I mean, because obviously, t- you know, all of Trek always kind of throws a, bi- a a bit of social commentary in there. Like, do you, yeah. did 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 any of you get a social commentary out of this, or kind of do you think it related to anything from the eighties, nineties, or not? Which is fine too. Uh, sort sort of like I don't want to say like women power empowerment, but. I guess the the right for women to like decide what they want, whether it's their career or a family, why not both kind of thing. But so so the whole relationship with Kalar and Worf and how he's like, let's take the oath and get yeah. married, and she's like, no, I don't want to do that. It didn't mean right. anything. Yeah. Yeah, because guys are guys can have like whatever. She bas- yeah, she basically said it's a hookup. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> like just getting down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, they they did some calisthenics and then they hung they out, which is apparently that's good foreplay for Klingons. I don't know. I think it is. Up. It probably is. Would not surprise me. So if anyone wants to get into foreplay, you just need like a glove with spikes on it. That's that's all you need. <laughs> and a really good holodeck program. <laughs> really good holodeck program. Well, this is a throwback. I think this is a first uh, a first season one where where Riker did the calisthenics program with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So same program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very invigorating, uh, or something like that. that. Was the line? Yeah, it does, it does kind of throw that in there because I was like, "Oh, anybody can just walk up and be like, I want to run this person's program." I'm like, "So you don't want to make anything private on the holodeck? Apparently, it can just be accessed by anybody." Like, <laughs> yes and no. I, I think you could it, save it's it. Kind of, it's kind of seems like that here, but when we get to Voyager, we'll run into an episode where Bolana is running a bunch of really high risk programs. But yeah. they're all protected because Chakotay's like, well, I could I could force the computer to start running these programs. Do you want me to do that? Mm-hmm. So there's some privacy there. But yeah, here it's just like, oh, what's available? Flipping through like the Rolodex of programs. 
Like, that's yeah, true. Worf's calisthenics. Okay. Or unless he didn't care. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I don't think Worf would be like, this has to be super protected. This bright. needs to be super protected. <laughs> He's just murdering people. Come on. Yeah. With like Doesn't medieval matter. style weapons. Yeah. For the workout. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So, Kalar is played by Susie Plaxon. A Plaxon. Uh, and she was already in a TNG episode, The Schizoid Man. She played a Vulcan doctor. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back. I don't. Uh, she comes back again in TNG. She comes back in Voyager. Does she come? Is she in DS9? For anything? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, but she plays the the female Q in <laughs> Voyager, which is a great a great episode. Yep. Um, she's good. I don't. I kind of wish they had done her done more for her. I mean, she's only in like what yeah. maybe five episodes total. Uh, she's in an episode of Enterprise as well. Oh, she she she's plays an Andorian. A, she plays right? an Andorian. Yeah, uh, that's right. You got to play an Andorian. So yeah. she gets she has four different characters across what three series? So, yeah, or four series. Not bad. Did did you notice there was a bit part that someone else had? Did you notice the one of the security officers? No. Uh, so uh, D- Diedrich Bader is in this this episode. You guys know who Diedrich Bader is? No. Oh, okay. oh he's the he's the um. He has like one no, no. line. He's a tactical officer halfway through the thing, but he was in like the. He was on Quantum Leap or something, right? No, God, Jesus. He was on Drew the the Drew Carey show. He was on like Office Space. Did you ever watch Office Space? Yeah. I feel really old now. Jeez. He's on the oh, Drew wait, Carey he was show. On the Drew Carey show. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, he was Oswald. On the yes. Drew Carey show. Like yes. he kind of like I don't know slow. No, not slow isn't the right word. Kind of but he's kind yeah. of like dim-witted kind of guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. All right. Anyways, fucking back to the episode. I think I know who you're talking about. That was a stupid. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was in the film version of the Billy uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, yes. Uh, he's Anyways. he's kind of one of those guys where when you see him, you're like, oh, I know that dude. Yeah, he's kind of that guy. Even though it's, yeah. he does some DC uh, animated voice work now, I think. Oh, interesting. Occasionally, I don't know. Voice stuff. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm done talking. I'm done. That was a stupid tangent. I apologize. Someone else talk. You are very good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there are no stupid tangents, Jeff. Oh, there are. <laughs> uh, um, did you know the writers originally wanted? Dr. Salar and Worf to have a romantic plotline. What? Yep. For this episode or just in general? No. Before with when Susie was on as Dr. Salar. Yeah. He, she was supposed to potentially become a love interest for Worf. Is it because they're both super incredibly tall? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I, I think they wanted that like Klingon <laughs> Vulcan dynamic. I don't know. Oh, kind of something different. Oh, that Dr. Salar. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, Salar, Salar, who the fuck? Uh, schizoid man. <laughs> schizoid man. Yeah, I, I that's remember the one that we had. Uh, that's the episode that we had Noah on for. Yeah, yeah. I pieced really it together episode. now that you guys yeah. gave me the clues. Tall Vulcan thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. <laughs> Tall Vulcan doctor. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. They should have come back for more. I mean, just the fact that they like, I, I, I like just the entire opening where they're like, you're on the secret mission. Someone has put themselves into like a, a, a six foot long a probe 
with like a life support system yeah, and like freaking class eight probe with like a, a face mask on given that's cool <laughs> that's just cool it's like what um I don't, this was a good episode for me i liked it i liked that it was kind of had some mystery to it you got some character development you got some like throwbacks to kind of tos stuff you know how the klingons weren't always who they are now um yeah. I, but I think it kind of goes to the old debate too of like why the Klingons look like modern Klingons when they're supposed to be like seventy five years old. They don't look like TOS Klingons. Right. Yeah. yeah you well, there's expected... different. Go ahead. No, you go. No, I, I just... so, so you can yeah. jump in. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say that there's different ones, right? Like there's different races within the race, so. I think so. Yeah. I think people get too hooked up on like, they don't look the same and like, well, no humans don't look the same. So why can't right. not look the same? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm think actually really glad good. they don't look like the TOS ones. Oh, oh yeah, no, sure. that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Those <laughs> were horrible. Discovery picks up some of that. Like why is, why is there differences in, in skin tone and color and ridges mm-hmm. and whatnot? The kind of not retcons it, but kind of smooths it over. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, because isn't there an episode of Enterprise? Isn't the first one where they find a Klingon and he looks like a TNG Klingon, right? We don't talk about it. <laughs> we, don't talk about <laughs> it. we don't talk about it. That's like the very first episode, isn't it? I think so. Uh, I don't, they're all a blur to me. I don't know. Uh, I didn't pay that much attention to Enterprise. Bad trekkies. Bad trek. Come on, Phil. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like to... But she... So... The, the interesting thing I like, you know, obviously they're trying to figure out what to do with this old ship. And her first response is just, you're going to have to kill them. She's just like, mm-hmm. just murder them. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Murder. And then, yeah, <laughs> Picard is like, no, we can find something else. She's like, no, you, they're, they're angry Klingons. Murder them. Exactly. And they're like, well, they're, they're you're not, not going to accept choice. what you say. And they're just going to fire on you in anyways. And it's not like, she, it's not like she was wrong. <laughs> no, it's not wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder what they're obviously because it's an older ship. Could they even destroy the enterprise? Like, like from like a technology standpoint, doesn't seem like it I don't think because so. Jordy's able to pick them up through their cloak really fast. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's like those old warbirds. They just leaked radiation everywhere. And you can just follow them around. <laughs> How terrible is that? If you're like, we're going to go on a mission and like, no, you're just being exposed to ungodly amounts of radiation <laughs> sorry that's it's so terrible those poor klingons well and those it's... shots of the of the battle cruiser are reused motion picture special effects just with yeah. with the uh cloaking stuff added on and a couple of disruptors so mm. they didn't even re- really need to create anything new they just reused footage that's true so i think because we've only seen birds of prey i think in tng haven't we uh yeah I think so, so far. Yeah. The, what was the one where, where Riker does the exchange program? That that was a bird of prey, I think. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I know. Sure. Um, <laughs> so how did... I, I know, David. <laughs> yeah, I contribute. You contribute. <laughs> we'll do a Star Wars episode sometime, I promise. We did the holiday episode. I got my words in. We did our Star Wars holiday or Christmas special one. That was terrible. 
don't it no was. one ever listen to that please don't listen to that nobody oh, go listen, listen to us don't go watch that though <laughs> don't go watch it that thing's a pile of crap <laughs> i was really drunk when we did that like really drunk don't listen to that um no uh so Joe, since you said that you you're a big fan of the Klingons, kind of their culture, is like was that just from watching these episodes and you got like what got you hooked on them? Um, I do like their culture. I think there is um they're very honorable. So that's debatable throughout the series. <laughs> However, like on principle they are, right? And I I like the um I don't like the passiveness of some of the other races. I do admire Endorians, but there's something different about Klingons. They're 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 willing to die for a cause, but then they're not willing to die for the cause. <laughs> yeah. And and you can see that they're they're struggling to to decide where their society should go, but they all care about their society, right? They all mm. want a future of their society. So I think by DS9, um, Klingons are more, I don't want to say relaxed, but it's more stable. So. Okay. Not as much kind of the, the infighting. The the savagery. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everybody chill. Just chill. (laughs) Just chill. Cause wasn't it in, is that all good things where they do that all that like, uh, altered future timeline where the Klingons are back at war with the Federation. Does that ever happen again? Or that's just kind of that altered timeline. I don't know that we see it. Cause there was, um, like when everything splits apart and the thousands of enterprises pop out. Yeah. I was trying to remember if that was one of it. Cause there were a couple of them where Worf wasn't present. I don't think they, I don't think they explicitly said it though, that, that they were, that they were Maybe. at war with the Klingons again. Oh, wow. Susie is tall. You're right. She's as I'm watching this as <laughs> as we talk, and she's standing next to a Marina Sirtis, and she is tall. Yeah, she's so I'm five ten, and she at when I met her at the con, she was towering over me. Really? Okay. Yeah. So she's probably like four or five inches taller than me in heels, obviously. But like it was just yeah. like, dear God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Glorious, just like, like looming over you in heels. That's that's one of those things that makes a good Klingon. If you can be yeah. tall and imposing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when did the Dura sisters come in? That's not for a couple more seasons. Not is for it? a while. Yeah, season yeah. four, I think. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, what else do you guys think about this one? That's kind of how it is. They they. They try to decide what Holy to do with crap. them. It, what? Susie Plaxton is 6'2". Really? Yeah. Michael Dorn is 6'3". Well, yeah, and Frakes is like 6'3 or 4". There's mm-hmm. a, a good picture of of Kalar and Worf standing face-to-face. I think they're in the transporter room. And she is. they're almost looking dead eye-to-eye. It's like, just she, Michael Dorn is just a hair taller than her. And sure enough, yeah, she's 6'2". So if she was in heels or whatever when you met her, Joe, she must have mm-hmm. been six four, six five. Yeah, she's gigantic. <laughs> like I was crap. like, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably why, because I think she's in flats through most of the episode, because she she would just be huge. Oh, she would just dominate everybody. Yeah. Are you kidding? Which I'm kind of okay with. If she which was in be... heels, she'd be taller than Michael Dawn. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actually that actually would have been really good. I I think it would cuz I mean if if they had put her character in like like where she could loom over Worf, I think I think Worf kind of needs that. Like he yeah. tries to be the dominant alpha Klingon, mm-hmm. but he's also like not because I mean obviously he tries to go for Troy, he goes with with Dax and they're kind of in their own way kind of like like alpha characters too. I think he likes that. That's being, that's a, little, being a little dominated there. I think so. <laughs> Put her yeah. in those Klingon boots with like the three or four inch lift heels on them. They're like <laughs> six, six. She'd be huge. That'd be so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, mm. I know, but I like, I, I'm definitely appreciating the Klingons more as we watch some of the, of these episodes. I don't know why, like they're definitely, they're relatable to me more now mm-hmm. at 38 than they were at, you know, 14. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think, as we as we rewatch these series as we get older, I think we start to process different aspects of it. Yeah. And that's one of those things like, oh, you can see some development between TOS when they're just kind of oh, all they are battle hungry, bloodthirsty, just primitive, whatever, whatever, that can fly through space. To where now it's like, hey, there's actually some dynamics here in their relationships and how their social structure is and how they view honor and and just different different aspects of Klingon society and stuff, which I think we get to see now differently as we get older than yeah. we did when we were teenagers or whatever watching this for the first time. And it's like, oh, whatever. Phaser shoot. Explosions. Bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pew, pew. Oh, wrong show. Sorry. <laughs> wrong show. Pew, pew. Sorry, David. Pew, pew. Uh, I don't know. David, what did you think about this one so far? I, yeah, I definitely like that. It's a peek back into Klingon culture. I think I might have liked this one better than the last one. I probably would have considered the last one more palpable and this one more entertaining. <laughs> um, but my uh, word! <laughs> how is that any? How is that any different than every other episode? Right? Everybody says one thing. David goes wee all the way over here. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that their dynamic had some chemistry. I think that it was very interesting how they brought up Klingon culture and her being half and his kind of being forced to accept it and all of that stuff. And then I like it even better now that you guys had told me that it plays into something in the future. You know, I always like when they plant something that actually pays off later instead of Star Trek's idea of let's take this nice little thing and let's just throw it right out the window. (laughs) We don't need to use that ever again. Um, So, yeah, I'd say this is like a seven on the table meter. This is this is up decently high i would totally watch this again if i saw it come up on on tv probably while i'm doing something else but still (laughs) yeah well this this whole episode it's worth it just for the ending like how they figure out okay obviously we're not gonna just destroy this ship what can we do and putting Worf and killar in command of the enterprise oh yeah and Worf and Worf turns the klingon up to 11 yeah it's great (laughs) He was going to like, I mean, just destroy him like, or, you know, threatening to at least. Oh, yeah. The the intimidation oh, yeah. factor with the other captain. He's just, yeah. Like, are oh, you yeah, he did it well enough. Look at your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. What do your eyes tell you? Mm. See, I wonder, I wish, I don't know. I mean, so obviously for TV purposes, they have to keep the cast t- together. But I, I would have loved to see a Captain Worf or a Captain Geordi or, you know, whoever, like, you know, some growth for them. That yeah, I see why they didn't, though, because do you want that more than Captain Picard? Like, after a while, you can't be like, we're going to toss him and throw somebody else in the chair. People would have been angry. Well, no, again, because, again, for the show, you need 
you keep it the same, but just, I mean, I don't know for the films maybe, or for later on. I mean, well, I don't know. I just if, wish they would have done something else. Even if we had today's television dynamics back when TNG was on the air, we would have had all kinds of spinoffs coming. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Yeah, that's true. And it, it's like, we saw it. Um, oh, what the, uh, was it all good things where, where we see like captain LaForge and yeah. stuff? I totally could see like, okay, what happens with, with Worf after Deep Space Nine, does he get his own command? Where, where does where to like have a a Dax and Worf kind of spinoff? Dude, there are so many characters that could have had really solid shows on their own. Yeah. Well, this would have been a cool one too. I mean, and she, I don't know, she'd be an interesting character because I I would love to see what she does, kind of out and about in in the universe when she's not you know just hooking up with Worf. I'm sure, she has some good stories. She's a special envoy or ambassador, so yeah, I'm sure she's. She's an emissary, Phil. Yeah, it's it's in the title. Well, I know, but I'm talking about like (laughs) later. She's. I know. I know, but yeah, she has some good outfits too. She has some really good outfits. I don't know that one she shows up and when she pops out of the the probe, Mm -hmm. it looks it almost looks Romulan, like with like the triangular design and the really stiff shoulder boards and the high neck. Yeah. It's very very not not Klingon nor Federation nor yeah. It's It's kind of her own thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you find from a cosplay perspective, do you find like what's been the hardest thing to make? Like are the uniforms or kind of the weird alien stuff? Uh the Klingon was a lot of work because it had like I wanted to make a screen accurate Klingon. Mm -hmm. Um Mm -hmm. Kalar's um ambassador costume was not difficult um just the emblem she wears like the pin um but the aliens are a lot harder i don't know i haven't i haven't started a monster maroon so i could be putting myself (laughs) (laughs) don't speak too soon (laughs) i feel like anything that uses facial prosthetics and like having to paint those and everything would be 10 times harder than like what you and you and i have done jeff just building some foam and wearing it (laughs) like Especially oh, yeah, there's a lot more like, detail in art. Yeah, especially if you're that. talking like, especially like the Klingon uniforms, mm-hmm. all just all the different components and how intricate they are, especially like the boots. It's like, oh, well, you would never think to have like that giant, I don't horn. even know what to call it, horn sticking out of your boot. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like, it, there's like your big toe is separated from the rest of your foot. Oh, really? The shoe, yeah. yeah. It's oh. like a tabby, but giant. It's like, weird. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but just the, the intricacy of the belts and the sashes and mm-hmm. the insignia. Well, and he has like a robe. Yeah. That, as a captain, he has yeah. like, a, like a longer robe coat thing. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. When he becomes worse, captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's those Klingon shoes. This is this shows how old I am. It kind of reminds me of like those like uh, Spice Girl shoes. Those like really yeah. thick platform Spice Girl shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the monster it, boots. Yeah. Like that's what it God reminds days. me of. Mid 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Like like Doc Martens, but like really thick. Exactly. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Platform Doc Martens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, the, we get that. They they save the day by being uh, Captain Worf, um, mm-hmm. kind of convince the other Klingons that, you know, time has passed. We're, you know, we're fine. Uh, and then just, and she leaves to go 
tide them over until um, this other ship is going to, because the, so there's a, a Klingon ship that's going to arrive and kind of take them back to, uh, but that's it. And then, her and Worf just kind of leave and she's, and, but I, I, I like her, her exit where she's like, you're just going to let me leave. Like, screw you. You're not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's like, well, what needs to be said? Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Nothing until, I don't know, a third of the way through season four. Right. <laughs> well, surprise. Surprise. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> But I think, kind of going back, I think that's what Worf needs. I think he, as much as he tries to be this dominant personality, I think he he wants just as an equal dominant, you know, a partner. Yeah, but it is kind of funny. Out of all the characters that you'd think would have, like, quote unquote, an illegitimate child that comes back to serve, Worf is not the one I would have thought of. <laughs> Worf and your bastard That would have been child, a Riker. <laughs> Did you think he would have been like, I will marry you then and only then will we have a child? Yeah, that would have been the wharf approach, like kind of thing. Or just in general, I'm like, of everybody on the crew that the only other person who's less likely to do that is Data. Like <laughs> Well. They were on the holodeck, you couldn't have replicated so. up a condom or two, I guess. Yeah. See, but that's interesting though, because if they do favor honor, I mean, is there honor in being married and have a child or is it just like but they're also kind of this warrior like ah, i'm just gonna do what i want well i don't know in in reunion when it happens Worf is pissed that yeah. she didn't say anything about alexander hmm. he's like legit pissed so yeah, I, mean, I haven't watched one in that years if, you get the sense that if she was full klingon that would have been the honor thing to do and he's kind of like at the end of this, like, well, I don't have a choice. I did the honorable thing. To take the, to take the oath and everything. Force, and yeah, I yeah. can't force it to happen. So I fulfilled my duty. And then, yeah, she comes back and is like, surprise. He's like, wait, this wasn't part of the deal. Like, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> motherfucker, you got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's, I don't know. I, I, and I think that's what, um, since I watched the, I did my, my whole Voyager watch. Um, I definitely appreciated Taurus, uh, Abalana mm-hmm. a lot more. Yeah. And you kind of see that with her. Like they're, I don't know if they're like, I'm curious if they got to voyage and they're like, Hey, we kind of want the same thing that Susie did, but now yeah, it's, they want to like do I think so because they really explored a lot of that human Klingon conflict, internal conflict that goes on with Balana. Yeah. I think they, but I think they were trying to scratch the surface on here with Kilar. Yeah, I mean, you get a taste of it when she, you know, breaks the table and she yeah. says that she has a temper. Oh, yeah. And Bellana does the same thing in Voyager. She breaks shit all the time. When she gets yeah. Pissed. That's yeah. true. So, like, <laughs> or tries to kill herself or whatever. So, uh, uh, yeah, this is a good episode. I mean, this is, yeah, I enjoy this one a lot more than I thought I would. Joe, did you have anything in particular that stood out to you that makes this a favorite of yours or one that you like? Um, so I like that it was interesting that she, she used Worf's, uh, program, the holograph program, but mm-hmm. I do like that she and he came together in it and like fought together and she like, like then like was so, she let her rage out and then he was like, <laughs> he just looked at her and she was like, <laughs> He's like growling at him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So yeah, sure. I don't know. I like that. I like that part. And then the end where she was like, um, maybe in in six years or whatever, we'll we'll figure it out. So it's like a Fast it gives again. you, uh, yeah, it, gives, it indicates like it's not over. Like there was something there. It's not even though she didn't take the oath. Um, she's not just like you're not a one night stand yet again. <laughs> <laughs> just a hook up, whatever. Just a hook up. Didn't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah. I know. I wish they, and, and I think that's why I like Lower Decks is because they do bring back some of this TNG stuff. Okay. Like I wish they would bring these characters back just to develop it a bit more, you know. It's just, it was not the mentality at the time to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's a 44-minute problem. You only have 44 minutes to get through the episode, have a resolution, and get ready to reset for the next episode. So, we God forbid we can't have a story arc yet, so... Damn them. Damn them. But All hey, right. it's late 80s television. It's indication. So what are you going to do? Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah, that's the episode. So she does that. She They save the day. And um, yeah, we don't see her for a while. Um, I know this is a good episode. I don't know. This is what you guys think overall. Just encompassing. Yeah, totally solid episode for me. Yeah. Yeah, especially especially for a season two episode, this is probably one of the best of the season. If yeah. not the best. I would say like this is probably it would probably be a better like third season episode, but it's a second season episode, and it like kind of like blows some of the other not as great episodes out of the water. Yeah. And it kind of like yeah, I think this is one of the best ones, if not the best one of the season. What's your Joe? What's your like favorite like TNG like couple episodes or like favorite of all time? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Yes. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> or couple favorite. Okay, think think haven't. about it for a second, David. Yeah. What about this one for you? Um. I don't know. Didn't I feel like I've done this a couple of times? Okay, so <laughs> we, no, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, like, what's your Davo meter score? Or oh, yeah, yeah it was seven. Like a seven. I said it? that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was gonna say we've we've covered all that. No, yeah. I'm considering how much guff you guys gave uh, TNG or other people have said about. Oh my gosh, TNG doesn't pick up until three, and it's also terrible. I was expecting like TAS level bad in <laughs> like <laughs> TNG. the animated series level bad. That's yeah, bad. like That's just, or, like, or TOS season three or something. I was expecting it to just be like steaming piles of shit. And <laughs> I haven't really had any that I was like, oh, my God, this is unwatchable. I've had a few where I was like, yeah, this is boring. I probably didn't hold my interest, but I, I find them all pretty interesting. They make a decent amount of dynamic characters. They dig into their backstories pretty well. You can tell everybody plays their character with a lot of love, except for Wesley. And it, <laughs> <laughs> they just do everybody. You can tell everybody puts like 110% into their character, except for Wesley. He's like, I'm phoning this shit in. Okay, Joe, Joe, are you a Wesley fan or no? I didn't mind him growing up, but then I met him in real life. And now I'm not a fan. Not a Ooh. fan. Okay. Yeah, quite rude to me. Really? He spoke to me like I was like five years old. Interesting. Oh, wow. So a friend okay. of mine was on a cruise ship um, with me. Well, not with me, but I had seen him on the cruise ship. And he was really nervous to meet um, 
Wesley. Oh, Will Wheaton. Yeah. yeah, Will Wheaton. And um, so I was like, he's just a normal person. And and so I said, here, I will go up to him and you could just stand with me. And so I said, hi, Mr. Wheaton. It's um, really great to have you. I said, my friend is really nervous to meet you. Um, and he relates to you very well uh, or your character very well. Would you mind just taking a selfie with him or at least meeting him and he turned to me he's like we are not doing that right now oh. and I was like, wow. he's, okay. like he's literally just standing there like like not even like a foot away from me and he's like let me explain to you how we do not do that and jonathan frakes came by like just walked past him and he's like, are we doing pictures? And he grabs me and the, my friend <laughs> and took a selfie. And he was like, and save oh, the what are you guys thing. doing? And I, I just looked at him and I was just like, this is why people don't like you. Like, I thought you were going to say walked, that he wow. walked by and said, shut up, Will. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut, up, basically. Just shut up, Wesley. Take a picture. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with him growing up. Like I was that like, he's a little annoying on the show, you know, like, but he didn't i wasn't interested in him as a character like he i didn't relate to him. yeah but it, it, it didn't do yeah. anything for well you. and then and then you have a real life experience yeah. with him like that that just totally reinforces all the negative yeah i'm like things you've this ever, is why yeah. people don't like you like i had no problem with you up until now now you're just an asshole it is one of yeah. those things i've never understood why people who are popular in that way or have been actors or stuff go to an event where they know they're going to be meeting fans and then yeah, they get they're gonna have interaction with fans yeah. I get if you walked up to him on the street it? and he's having lunch or something and you're like, well, hey, and he's kind of yeah. like, no, 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 this is my time. That'd be fine. But like on a cruise ship where you're supposed to meet these characters and like, yeah, that's why, why, that's why, why you're paying thousands it. of dollars for these cruises. Yep. Well, it was yeah. funny because Nana visitor came by after and he's still staying there with his wife and he was like, I have anxiety. And like, he was like screaming. And uh, Nana comes over and she's like, how you doing? Because the day before I had gone to her cooking class, which was not a cooking class, she, uh, I got drunk, like very drunk, like black <laughs> drunk, almost. Wow. <laughs> so just to let the, blue, let the booze flow class. <laughs> right. And so she, she was like, how you doing? And I was like, well, I'm not drinking today. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, if you tell me to drink, I will drink. And he's like just standing there staring at me, like scowling. And I was like, nobody right now <laughs> <laughs> just like disappear my yeah. way that's always what's so hard i mean like i i love to go to conventions and i think the only people that i really like kind of fan out over are like mm. trek people because that's my like core fandom yeah but yeah when you meet someone you're like oh god please don't be an asshole like i i want five minutes of your time i know you're here to make money i get it but just don't be an asshole for five minutes yeah yeah, you're like, this is my that, childhood like, you're fucking with here. Come he's on. the <laughs> only person that I've had a bad experience. Like, I've seen um, uh, LeVar Burton have a bad moment, but he was very gracious about it. He's like, guys, I, I just got some personal news, and, like, I just, I, I need a minute. And yeah. so he he kind of, like, didn't snap, but kind of snapped at, at a, a fan, and then, like, totally was gracious, apologized profusely, like... Yeah, he hit the reset button. Yeah. 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 He was like, I just need a minute. I will explain in a second. And then, like, he did, and we were like, you don't have to. Like, everyone has bad days, but, like, I felt so bad for my friend, because he was so... And he it, he was so nervous to meet him. And I was mm -hmm. like, it's fine. Like, 
all of them are really nice. Yeah. Like, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just like, just say hi if he walks by. And then you went and broke his trust. Yeah. And I'm like, Uh oh, that sucks. Damn. So now I'm like, I don't care. And I've, I've seen him on like a board game streams or whatever. And he is like vicious to people. Hmm. So it's very yeah. weird. Like I'm like, I don't like you anymore. You are like, there's a reason why everyone's like, shut up, Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> that really mm-hmm. sucks. Well, yeah. Bad experience. Damn. Yep. It only takes one. Yeah. And well, I don't and I know. I like re-meet him to see if it, it goes better this time. Like, no, I'm done. Like, yeah, you... that was your shot. Yeah, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah I get that. Like, you made somebody else feel bad because. You just didn't want to do a selfie. All you could have said is like, "I'm not. I'll meet him, but I'm not going to do a selfie. Like, I'm not really." Yeah. Or hey, right can we get now. a selfie another time? Oh yeah. yeah. There's a bunch there's of nice ways. ways you could have done that. Yeah. There's yeah. a thousand ways that could have gone way better. Even the same thing, just with a different tone. Just be like, "Hey, we're not doing that right now, but you know, grab me later, and I'll do it or something like. Yeah. Like, just something along that line. Come by my it's table. The, con- the condescension. Like, yeah. 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 Or lie to me. I've really got to pee so bad. You have no idea. <laughs> right. <Find me> <laughs> I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Don't lie to my face. Next. That's fine. I'll take yeah. a lie. Nice. I'll take a gracious lie over you being a dick. Yeah. yeah. Over harsh truth. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. So I've thought about it. Okay. Give it All to right. us. Okay. Since yes. What are you? Father. Darmok. Darmok. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh, best of both worlds, one and two. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was one that I really. Do you like Sins of the Father just because it's so Klingon heavy with yeah. orphan turn and everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like Chain of Command, one and two. That's Those like Cardassian. There is an episode, and I don't know why I like this, but it was. When Deanna Troy, and I always forget what it's called, Deanna Troy was having weird nightmares, and it was like a song playing, and she was going like mental. Is it where someone, some oh, other telepath, is like imposing it upon her so she can't read their thoughts? Or is yes, it the one, or is it the the one where nobody can see? Is... No, that's a schisms, where they're yeah, having the weird, where, where they're being everybody's... abducted. That's, no, that's a schism. That, that's a different okay. one. Okay. No. No, this is one where, yeah, they pick someone up and he's a telepath, but he's blocking her so that she can't read, like, his, like, shitty behavior or something. Like, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's up to something. But in the end, like, he releases her, like, from the music and she's, like, she's going, like, mental. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm thinking of Night Terrors, too, where she's... That's a Crusher one, isn't it? Well, no, that's, no, that's I, the one where I know they're trapped you... and she gets put into, like, a a thing to try and figure out and they release the hydrogen or whatever. And it causes an explosion to get the enterprise out. No, even I'm confused now. (laughs) All right. No, but I know which one Joe's talking about. I just, I don't know the title of it. That's that's a later. And and it's not like a, like a really great episode. I just like Marina Sirtis in it. Like it was one of like the ones where performance. Yeah. Or her with her, uh, with Luxana, and she tries to get her mom to talk about the the other child she had before Deanna. Oh, with Kestra? Yeah. 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 The, That's really good. Kirsten Dunst, isn't it? Is that who it is? Isn't it Kirsten Dunst? Is it? Oh, I don't know. I think it is. I could be mistaken, yeah. but I, I know yeah. she's in an episode. 
Oh, uh, that wouldn't. Oh. Uh, I could be mistaken. That would probably You're both be about the, that'd probably be about the right age. She was young enough. She's my age. Just old. So old. You're not old. I'm so old. <laughs> awesome. Um, um, it's called Dark Page. I know that. Dark Page. Oh yeah, yeah, it is, a, yeah, it is. It's Kristen Dunst. It's yep. Kristen Dunst. See? What? I had the biggest crush on her when I was a, a teenager. I mean, who? Like, what guy who didn't? didn't? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Spider-Man. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> I think we probably covered a lot this on one. this one. <laughs> all right. So no one dies. Sorry, guys. Boo. Boo. I know. Can't believe we've um, gone two episodes in a row without anybody dying. I know, right? Seriously, that's like a TNG record. That doesn't happen much. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never happen again. Don't worry. We're we're hurtling towards best of both worlds where there's plenty of death. Plenty of death for everybody. Lots <laughs> of carnage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last parting thoughts about this one before we head out? Nope. No. No. Okay. Nope. Joe, we're almost, we're you... almost to the season finale, so we're so close. Well, I, know. I, I so should close. say one, one good episode and then a clip show. It's a clip <laughs> show. That's basically what the season finale is. It's yeah. A fucking clip show. It is. Stupid writers strike. Whatever. Stupid writers. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, why don't you plug all your stuff again? Where can people find you online? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Joe Colton Cosplay, Twitter at J Colton Cosplay, Facebook at Joe Colton Cosplay, and then um, at consistent. Kofi, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Colton Cosplay, and then I'm also on a podcast. If you collect toys uh, and love GI Joe, it's called What's on Joe Mind, and um, my co-hosts are Mike Rizari and uh, Mark Weber, who used to be the brand manager for Hasbro. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Right on. Dig it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You are thank welcome you. back at, at any time if anytime. you ever have some favorite yes. episodes. Yeah, I'd love to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Come on back. You uh, open an in, uh, invitation. Open invite. Please come back. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> all right. Please, God, save um, us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, David, why don't you do our stuff? Alrighty, yeah. Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media sites. Uh, you can see our smiling faces in the Meet the Nerd section and get to know us a little bit. And you can buy some of our shit at Cafe Press and we'll make like a dollar. Um, but we really need that dollar, so go buy something. <laughs> and wherever you're listening to this is a place where you can listen to podcasts, which you know because you're listening. So go listen and then give us a five-star rating and review so that we can read it out over the air and you can listen to it. Awesome. Yes, please do that because apparently the last one was a, a friend of ours that we did not know, <laughs> and David told me that it was a friend of ours. So, which I I'm happy to have Matt's support. Thank you. Uh, but if you're <laughs> if you're just a, a stranger who's a fan of the show, please give us a. We, th- we a thought rating. it was our Thank pure you. rating and review, and then we found out it was biased. <laughs> it was a friend of ours. I will still take that. I don't care. I'll take it. I just... <laughs> It just means we didn't quite hit the milestone we thought, which is sad. (laughs) That is it for us. Thank you again so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Laters.